Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Welcome to Football Forecast Weekly, the most popular football program in America, featuring Dennis Tobler, Trip Mitchell, and Fred Wallen. Welcome, everyone. My name is Dennis Tobler, and this is the 35th year of Football Forecast Weekly. I couldn't be more proud of the program. I'm the executive producer. I'm here this week standing in for our regular host, Trip Mitchell who is on a two-week vacation in the heart of Europe. I guess only, uh, only the wealthy get to, get to go on vacations. The rest of us have to work, Fred. And speaking of Fred, I would like to introduce to you now one of the best sports journalists in the country and famous for his Sports Overnight America show on Sirius XM and all the apps and sportsbyline.com. And that's Mr. Fred Wallen. Welcome to the show, Fred. I wonder if Tripp's going to be in London uh, watching uh, the, the early morning our time uh, game on Sunday. What do you think? I'm not sure. Uh, last picture I got from him, he was in Greece. So uh, when he gets back, I'm going to find him for missing these two shows, and then we'll talk about it with him. <laughs> okay. I wanted to welcome you to the show and give me your impressions of last week's college football. I know we had a lot of action in the Pac-10 and, and uh, no one hears about it on the East Coast. Give us a quick rundown. UCLA, USC, undefeated. What's it look like? Sort of hard to believe the UCLA has actually won eight games in a row. Nobody knows that uh, because of the last three games of last year and the, their bowl game was canceled, the Holiday Bowl, and now they've won the first five this time around, but uh, the game last Friday was the real big one for them because it was real competition going in. Washington, of course, uh, uh, most people thought Washington was going to win that game. And yet UCLA had to hold them off at the end, 40 to 32. The Bruins have a quarterback, Dorian Thompson, that uh, uh, a lot of people don't realize has been there six, six years. And uh, he's going to end up with probably more victories than anybody in history. But, of course, historically, freshmen couldn't play. So they only had three years to play varsity. But anyways, at the end of all this, he's a darn good quarterback. And he might be a pretty good player in the pros. So uh, Dorian Thompson uh, and the Bruins undefeated. USC's undefeated. But I don't know how many times you've seen him play this year. Offensively, they're tough to stop. Defensively, they can't stop anybody. Your comments. Well, I I 
particularly think the West Coast has a good football program. And if all the East Coast teams played consistency on the West, consistently on the West Coast, they wouldn't run over those smaller teams like they do. That's my quick comment on it all. We've got one game going at 630 in London. We've got 30 seconds to analyze it. Green Bay's an eight and a half point favorite over the Giants. What say you? Doesn't rain. I'm going over. Aaron Eagle. Over 41. Totals 41. Uh, If if it doesn't rain, I'm going Eagle. Aaron Eagle. He likes to star in those kind of circumstances. Fortunate to win last week, actually, against the Patriots. Uh, I think the Giants have surprised a lot of people. Uh, Coach DeBall is, uh, I think, uh, his players really play for him. So I think both teams will score. And so I'm going over. I'm going to take uh, the over along with you as the top pick, and uh, I just can't lay eight and a half with Green Bay, so I'll take New York Giants. We'll have more NFL for you when we come back. Stay right where you are. Now place your bets. This groundbreaking film details the dramatic rise of legal sports betting in Las Vegas and its growth into a multi-billion dollar industry worldwide. Through in-depth interviews, personal accounts, and vintage footage, we highlight the key elements and milestones that shape the sports betting industry into what it is today. This history also dovetails with the changing fortunes of Las Vegas as a gambling town at turns overseen by the elements of organized crime, corporate interests, and the U.S. government. Featured prominently in the film are pioneer odds makers and historians who witnessed these events. Today, betting on sports is a popular pastime and a lifestyle choice for many Americans. Its appeal incorporates the innate drive for competition and the rewards of winning. Watch Now Place Your Bets on Amazon Prime and NowPlaceYourBets.com. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-249-4857. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-249-4857. That's 800-249-4857. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Welcome back, everyone, to Football Forecast Weekly. My name is Dennis Tobler. I'm here with Fred Wallen. We will be analyzing this week's NFL games, and we hope to give you some winners. Uh, Certainly, we will give you the insights and information you need to help you become a winner. The first game on the board we're going to take a look at after the London game will be Seattle Seahawks at the New Orleans Saints. The Saints open six, dropped to five and a half after Seattle's great performance last week. And the total on this one's 45. Fred Wallen, how do you see this game, Saints and Seahawks? Well, first I was worried that uh, Mr. Metcalf uh, was injured. Then you find out the reason they took him off on the card was because he had to go to the bathroom and couldn't make it if he had to walk. So uh, he's okay. That makes all the difference. They've got the wide receivers. 
they're going to score a lot of points. I, I like the over. I, I think both teams will score. Uh, I, I think uh, both teams have uh, failing on defense, so it's a perfect mesh here. I've seen a couple numbers on the over. Dennis, what number do you have latest-wise as far as the over is concerned? Well, it, it opened at 41 and moved to 45, so you are on the right track, Fred. So we'll, we'll go over on that one. Okay. Uh, the line on that one opened Saints 6 down to 5.5. I'm going to take Seattle plus the 5.5 here. They won for me last week as a surprise on the road. Uh, Geno Smith's getting better as time goes on. And that's all we can hope for is for him to get a little better. The Saints, I will say this, are better with Andy Dalton at quarterback. But that's just a lot of points in a game where neither team has the ability to score tons of points. So I'm going to take Seattle plus the five and a half in this one. You've got the over. I agree with the over. Sounds good to me. Moving on down the schedule here, I'm looking at the Houston Texans taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars been a surprise this year. They opened at seven. They're seven and a half now. The total's 44 and a half versus the Texans. The Texans, uh, with that one tie, only team in the league right now without a victory after the Raiders uh, picked up one last week. So uh, uh, Texans in trouble. I, I really mean that. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Jags. Uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, can only get better, and he will get better. I think they're very well coached by Peterson. And uh, I think the Jags will uh, win by a couple touchdowns here. So I'm going to go with the Jags against the Texans. And uh, right now, a couple weeks ago, I said the Jets, the worst team in the league. But right now, I think you can make the case perhaps the Texans are the worst teams in the National Football League. Well, they certainly haven't won a game yet, and it's hard to see them winning or even competing in this game. Uh, Jacksonville looks much, much improved. They should have covered the spread last week. It was only a fluke that kept them from not covering. So uh, they're playing very well. They get to go home. I think that's a big boom for them with the, tor with the hurricane going through Florida. They need some sort of distractions down there, and I think Jacksonville at home will offer that. There'll be a big, raunchous crowd there. They will probably destroy Houston. I'm going to take the Jaguars and lay the points, too, here. Big number, seven and a half. Both Fred and I like the Jaguars in that one. Also back on the East Coast this week, we've got the tenacious Buffalo Bills on the road to take on the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons, or the Tampa Bay Bucks, excuse me, opened eight and they moved to nine after last week's games. The total here is 48, looks for a lot of scoring. So Atlanta going in to take on Brady and the boys. What's your opinion, Fred? Well, Brady doesn't uh, lose two in a row too often. That's on one side. He's got a slew of wide receivers. He really does. The only worry I have is Cameron Brady has a concussion. And after what happened to Tua, there's no way Brate's going to play. That makes a major difference. I, as you know, I play fantasy a lot. I almost always, the last couple of years, have had uh, Brate in one of my lineups. Can't do it if he doesn't play, obviously. Um, so from that aspect, they lose a little bit. But still, I think they'll cover the spread and, and win this one. Uh, so you're taking Tampa Bay minus the nine? 
Yeah, again, if it goes over 10, I've got the rule that I'm not wagering, and it, and it has jumped, but uh, I don't think it's going to jump over the 10. So No, it won't, it won't get to 10. I don't think it'll get to 10. Uh, the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, are hurt. They're hurt everywhere. It showed on the field last week against Kansas City. Um, I don't think that Brady will lose this ball game, but Atlanta surely could cover by back door on a huge nine point spread here. So I, I'm going to take Atlanta plus the nine. We're going to differ on this one. Looks like a lot of points going to be scored though at 48 with the total and uh, should be a bang up game. It'll probably be one of the toughest ones in the contest. You know, okay. I think I skipped a game on the schedule. Did I skip Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo bills? Maybe you did it for a good reason. I, I, I either made a mistake on the Atlanta-Tampa game or I skipped it. Uh, the Bills are 14-point favorites at home versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, total 47. The Steelers just don't have it this year. Um, the Bills at home are very predictable. They will run the ball. They will throw the ball. I think they're going to be a little bit buoyed by their comeback last week i mean it shocked everyone that they came back and won the game and honestly they're playing very well i know you're not going to take a side on this game but if i was going to play a side i'm playing buffalo and i'm laying the points i'll look for 13 and a half somewhere and try to play the bills i don't think the steelers have the capability of scoring i don't think they can play with anybody i mean the Steelers. Did I say the Steelers? The Steelers, they're they're in bad shape. They're in bad shape. So I don't look for them to even put up a fight at Buffalo. I'm laying the points and taking Buffalo. What about you? The, the Steelers, of course, going with Kenny Pickett now instead of Trubisky. The fans in Pittsburgh really love Kenny, even though he threw that key interception at the end of the game. Looking at the rest of the season, for the Steelers to have any kind of chance at anything, they have to win the close ones against the average teams. They blew one last week that they had a really good shot of winning. You can't afford it if you don't have that kind of talent, uh, have that talent compare, comparable to some of the other teams. Obviously, against Buffalo, they're just totally overmatched. I can see a 40-7 to seven game, 40-3 to three game, something like this. Uh, it's going to be totally one-sided. And uh, the Bills were fortunate uh, last week. Uh, but uh, – they're at home, and uh, I, you got to take the bills. But the fourteen, I you know, I'm not going to wager on it from that aspect. But they're going to win big time against the Steelers. I agree. I think forty to seven, forty to ten, is about the outcome of that game. So you you know, if you don't lay the points, you're in trouble there, and you can't play the money line. So uh, the Bills look to be too strong. As we look on down the card, we will be back with more selections in just a few minutes. Stay where you are. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. Call 800-867-4571. That's 800-867-4571. 800-867-4571. Well, welcome back to Football Forecast Weekly, everyone. I'm here with Fred Wallen. Our co-host, Trip Mitchell, is in Europe. As you might expect, he's taken two-week vacation in the middle of football season. But uh, we will try to bear with him being gone by giving you more winners this way without his interjections. So Fred Wallen's with me here. We're coming up on our next game on the board, and it's going to be a tough one. It's uh, Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings back home from London, seven-point home favorites this week. Fred, what's your opinion? My feelings, uh, the Bears in trouble, really in trouble, not just physically, but emotionally, psychologically. After the game, Justin Fields really went after uh, a couple members of the press, and he thinks he's playing well. Hey, Justin, you're listening and watching this show. You're not playing well. Uh, it's not all your fault, but you are not playing well. If I have to explain that, uh, we have major problems. Minnesota coming back, fortunate to win uh, in, in London. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, another uh, un, uh, not immunized guy, uh, is playing well. Uh, he's playing well. And now Thielen caught eight, caught, caught eight passes last week. So he's getting back in the game, and they already already have Jefferson. So there's no way the Bears, uh, uh, losers last week to the Giants, are, are going to have any shot here against Minnesota. Minnesota's going to win big time. Minnesota might score 40 at by itself. So I think I'm going the over. And what's the exact number as we speak, Dennis, as far as the seven, overs? Seven oh. and 43 is all. Then, then, I, then I'm taking Minnesota big time to win by more than a touchdown, and I'm taking the over. Both combo those two, folks. Well, there you have it. There's some solid advice from Fred Wallen, that's for sure. I agree wholeheartedly. The Bears do have a and the quarterback thinks he's playing really good, but you have to score a lot of points and win the games if you're playing really good. <laughs> so there's a there's a logic to this win loss idea. Um, so they're they're done. I agree with you. I think they're mentally they've had it. They're going to have to get rid of their coach, another coach. They're going to have to get rid of the Vikings playing well. They played well all year. They're an organized team. They have a running game. The unvaccinated quarterback can throw the ball when he needs to. Uh, he throw a few interceptions here and there. But I'm going with Minnesota, too. And I don't know what the deal is this week. It may be all home favorites with big numbers they cover. But if you want to be a dog player this week, you're going to take some huge risks because I'm going with Minnesota minus the 7-2. So there you have it. On to Tennessee and Washington, a game that nobody cares about. Tennessee's a one-and-a-half-point favorite to start, moved to two-and-a-half. Total goes down to 42. Washington's a home team, Fred. What about the Titans? Commanders have no shot whatsoever. Remember two weeks ago, uh, Henry uh, gained a total of 25 yards, and I said my best bet of the week is that he's going to gain more than that. Well, the last couple weeks he's definitely done so. He might gain 200 on the ground against Washington, this week, uh, Tennessee all the way. 
Yeah, the line movement early from Tennessee on the road, a one and a half point favorite to a two and a half point favorite kind of gives it away too. Uh, Washington, they can't they can't win any games. Their whole organization from top to bottom, from ownership to the trainers is terrible. OK, I, I feel sorry for the the fans of the Washington, whatever they are, because they're not commanders. Uh, they're something else. I feel sorry for them because they're not going to win any games. I don't know if they're going to win any games this year, and they play the lousiest teams in the league. Here they have a home game against a team that last week was just shuttled away from but came back and won, and Tennessee's playing good enough to win, and like you say, just hand the ball to Henry and run right through them. That should get the job done here. I'm taking the favorite minus the two-and-a-half, too. Tired of saying we're taking the favorites. Don't really know what else to do but take the favorites. So let's move on down the line, see if we can find something more interesting. And this one probably is. The Miami Dolphins are three-point road favorites at the New York Jets. The interesting part of this game is Miami started at five-and-a-half, dropped to three-and-a-half, and this morning are down to three, minus three, on the road versus the Jets, who have won a game and now are going home to see what they can do with their quarterback back in this place. What do you think, Fred? Well, Bridgewater is playing instead of Tua. Folks, Tua had played very, very well before the concussion. He still doesn't have the greatest of arms. Bridgewater's got a better arm than Tua. You've got a Waddle. <laughs> You've got a Tyreek Hill. I, I think they're going to score at will against the Jets. Jets have surprised me even with the two wins, to tell you the truth. But uh, I, I think on the road, the Dolphins, even with uh, Bridgewater, going to win here. And I think folks will stay away from it because two is not the quarterback. But again, Bridgewater has proved himself, I think, in the National Football League that he can win games. I think he'll win here. I, I somewhat agree. Uh, what's your opinion on the Jets getting their quarterback back last week? They came back and they got their win with their, their regular quarterback back in the lineup. Make, makes a difference, obviously. I don't think there's any question about that. But, uh, and again, Salah, by way of the 49ers a couple of years ago, is a, is a fine coach, defensive coordinator. And, and by the way, a lot of conjecture now about the National Football League only hiring African-Americans or blacks or whatever for certain positions. But Salah, is a solid coach. He, he really is. Down the road, the Jets will be, a, I think, a, a winning organization if they keep them, and, and I think they, of course, will. Um, but in this case, I, again, I think the Dolphins have just too many ways to score. They really do. I mean, Waddle last year, I don't think a lot of people remember, was one of the best receivers in the National Football League. You, you, you ask, uh, you, you add a uh, from Kansas City, a uh, Tyreek Hill, you're tough. To, it's tough to stop. I mean, if every one of your defensive uh, backs are healthy or not healthy, how do you stop those two? It, it's very, very tough. One of the few teams who have like two number one receivers in Waddle and Hill. A lot of teams have a number one, and you know the number two, and he's far behind the number one. In this case, I don't know who the number one is. Is it Hill? Is it Waddle? Playing defense, I don't know how you stop them, to tell you the truth. Well, the Jets are going to have to play some defense, but you're, you're right with Tariq going there. 
I mean, that really helps him. I agree. Bridgewater's just as good a quarterback as Tua. Uh, I'd like to see the number go up to three and a half or four if I'm going to take the Jets as a home team here. But right now it's sitting at three. So I'm going to pass on the selection and I'm going to take the over 44 and a half. I think they're going to score a lot of points in this one. Boy, man, I had a rough night's sleep. Boy, I got a letter from the IRS yesterday and I I just couldn't sleep. Man, I'm I'm dying here. Somebody help me. IRS problems affect more than just your finances. If you're ready to take back control of your life and you owe more than $10,000, you need to call the tax doctor. Their expert staff can immediately protect you from the IRS and state collectors and get you the best possible tax settlement guaranteed. The IRS has recently released new programs geared in helping struggling taxpayers, where you may qualify to settle your tax debt and wipe out up to 85% or more of what you currently owe. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call the tax doctor right now. See if you qualify to pay less. Call 800-504-3678. That's 800-504-3678. Again, 800-504-3678. That's 800-504-3678. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. Call 800-867-4571. That's 800-867-4571. 800-867-4571. Listen up, football fans. For this week's best bets, call us at 1-888-604-6863. That's 1-888-604-6863. Be a winner. 888-604-6863. Welcome back to Football Forecast Weekly, everyone. My name's Dennis Tobler. I'm here with Fred Wallen, as usual. Our co-host, Trip Mitchell, is in Europe, so he has no opinions this week, uh, but we certainly do. We're getting to the meat of the lineup now, so let's pay close attention because we've got some solid picks for this part of the show. As we move on down the schedule this week, the Los Angeles Chargers, who bounced around and had a rather rough beginning here with their quarterback hurt and some of their other players and losing a game on the road, and uh, they're on the road again this week playing the Cleveland Browns. And the Chargers open at one and a half, Fred, and they immediately move to three. So I'm certain that uh, the quarterback is feeling much, much better or that wouldn't have happened. And I just don't know why the Browns get any respect at all. What's your opinion on this game? The line is the Chargers three and 47. Browns gave up 200 yards on the ground last week. Uh, The Chargers finally refound – Austin Eckler, three touchdowns last week on the ground. Um, you got to figure, all things being equal, the Chargers will be able to move the ball that way for sure. And obviously it's now been two weeks since the injury 
uh, to Herbert, so he's getting better. Uh, uh, Allen will not play again for the Chargers, but Mike Williams, Palmer can do the job. I think that number is low. I think it's very low. That's why it jumped uh, from that one and a half to uh, two and a half and now three, I guess. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers on the road. Again, I'm not a big uh, Staley fan. I don't think he's a great coach at all. So far, he's in his uh, second season. He hasn't shown me a lot, but uh, I think they have too much talent here against the, the one weak part of the Browns would be uh, on the defensively on the ground. And uh, the Chargers do have an Eckler, and uh, so we ought to have a, a wild day again. So, folks, if you're playing fantasy, don't leave Austin out, Austin Eckler out. I like the Chargers. Well, there's some good advice for your fans out there, especially on your your fantasy leagues. Uh, Fred's very good at that stuff, so pay attention to him. Uh, yeah, the the line the line move triggered everything here. I want to mention last week the Chargers started off as only a four point favorite and went to six as they decided that the quarterback was getting well enough to play, and uh, I think. He looked like he wasn't hurt at all to me. So I hallelujah to the great medical teams they have and the pain shots and everything else they're able to get in the NFL because the rest of us, we sit around and suffer pretty hard. So good for him. He was back. He looked great. They are much more talented than this Cleveland Browns team. And I think, too, when you start talking about teams in the eastern part of the country, they're all overrated because the press on the East Coast is bias. Cleveland has no team. Nobody in that division has a team. And if they had to play these AFC West teams week in and week out, they'd have no wins on the year. So I have two things to say about this. I'm going to take the Chargers. They're going to blow away the Browns. But I also want to say that when we were doing our team totals show, I mentioned to everybody that it's going to be really hard for teams to get to 10, 11, 12 wins this year. And I think the first four weeks of the season have proved that out because the Raiders who made the playoffs last year were un hadn't won a game going into last weekend. So they're not going to get to 10 wins on the season. So I, you know, the chargers are another one of those teams. They've lost one or two. I, what's their record, Fred? Two and two, two and two. Two and two. They've already lost two games in that tough ASC West division. Are they going to get to 10 wins for the year? I don't know. I don't know. But in this game, they are going to win, and they're going to win handily. As a matter of fact, the Chargers are a very good team. They're a very good team, and they're going to roll over. They'll control the ball with the run game. He'll pass when he needs to pass, and he'll catch him off guard once a quarter. So uh, here again, we're going to take a favorite on the road to win big time. Let's take the Chargers and go to town with that one. That one and uh, a couple of these other ones seem very strong to me at this at this point in the, in the week. Of course, anything can happen, you know, later on in the week. Well, let's move to another game, the disappointing Detroit Lions, who seem to play tough, or at least people say they play tough, scored 40 points last week and lost the ball game. They go to New England. New England opened at one and quickly jumped to three. New England came back and put a hell of a scare into Green Bay last weekend. And uh, I was unable to watch the game due to other circumstances. So it's surprising to see that it went to overtime. And uh, here we got two teams that I'm not sure which direction either team's going in. 
I'm just not going to give Detroit credit for coming close all the time. Okay, so so the line on this one is the Patriots three. The the total jump from 43 to 46 and a half on this one. So what say you, Fred? Well, the Lions, uh, Goff is playing very well. Lions, uh, Williams, their running back, uh, is, is running very well. They're going to score on everybody. And I'm not sure at this point which one of the three quarterbacks will be going for the Patriots. The third quarterback, Zappi, played well, considering nobody expected him to play from Western Kentucky. He played well. He played fine. But – I, I think the Lions will outscore him here. I, I really do. You, you can't – if you're going to go, you got to go the over because neither team can play any defense. So uh, – and, and, again, it's interesting that going against Belichick, but things balance out over a period of time. They really do. The Lions have to win some close games. So just like last week, they score 40-plus and lose. This week they're going to score 40-plus and win. I like Detroit, and I like the old. Okay, well, I disagree with you on this one. I don't disagree with the line move. I mean, New England should be a three-point favorite in this game, but I'm not going to take the Detroit Lions. I mean, they always play close. They always play tough. Um, they don't cover. They don't cover their number, and they're always coming from behind. Uh, Belichick's too good a coach. Three points is the least – the Patriots will win by. So I'm going to take the Patriots in opposition to you on that one. But I think we'll have another agreement coming on the next game on the board. Let's take a look at this one. And this one here is going to take some thinking. So stay with me, everyone. The San Francisco 49ers coming off their big win over the Super Bowl champs are on the road to play Carolina this week. San Francisco prior to the week, was three-and-a-half-point favorite. When they opened the week's lines, they went to five. And after the game this week, they went to seven. So San Francisco is now a seven-point road favorite at Carolina, and the total is 39, Fred. Mayfield, it's time to put up or get out of there. Put up, show up, whatever the case might be. Um, I don't think there's any question that uh, – uh, he has not had a first quarter of the season, has not played as well as I thought he would. I gave him the alibi of the arm injury last year. His arm injury is better. He's having problems. McCaffrey will play Sunday. Um, but I'm going to take the seven I, I, at home. The 49ers had to be sky high for the Rams. By the way, they've now beaten the Rams seven straight times in, in the regular season. But they had to be sky high for the Rams. Uh, Jimmy G had some good moments, and he had some interesting moments where he missed some wide-open receivers. I'm going to take the touchdown. I'm going to give Mayfield – I've said this before. This is my final chance. I'm going to give him one more chance to show me what I think he had in college and what I think he had earlier in his career. I think he's a good actor uh, doing the uh, commercials. I'm going with Mayfield. I'm taking the touchdown at home against the 49ers. Well, the saying is put up or shut up. I think they've shut him up on his commercials a little bit. So now he can concentrate on his football. 
Uh, you're right. He has not had a good start to the season, but coming into a new team, it is tough. But he does have Mercat. He did have McCaffrey until he got hurt again, which you can't count on that dude to play any season fully. He's hurt all the time. Um, I, I just Carolina has gotten a lot of credit and respect. They haven't played anybody yet this year. They luckily came up with a one, win last week, but I think the 49ers are riding high. You got to remember the game in Denver on Monday night two weeks ago was a uh, sloppy game and uh, the weather was bad. Neither team could move the ball. Ended up eleven to ten in favor of of Denver and uh, San Francisco. They're not going to make that mistake again on the road. The line movement alone tells you there is tons of money on the 49ers going from three and a half to five to seven. And look, folks, we're not even close to Sunday. So I would pay attention to that. But the 49ers here again on the road, a huge favorite. I'm going to take them. I can't go with with Mayfield any longer. Um, a lot of these quarterbacks that are, get the Heisman or in the Heisman trophy hunt come into the NFL and can't play football. They can run the ball in college. You can't run the ball in, in the pros. You've got to be able to throw. I'm going to take San Francisco. I think they're one of the better teams in the league. I was shocked when Denver beat them, to be honest with you. But I'm going to take San Francisco on the road, lay seven points, going against every one of the mantras of sports betting, a huge favorite on the road in the NFL. I don't know, but I am going to go with the San Francisco 49ers here. So we've got opposite on a couple of games, but most of these games this week, we're we're right on on target on all of them. And I would recommend to our viewers out there that when Fred and I agree on a game, we're looking at it from two different angles and we agree it's pretty much a good solid selection there. And we've indicated our more solid selections to you. So if you pay attention with your pencils out there, you should win this weekend. Well, the next game on the board, Fred, is an interesting matchup. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Arizona Cardinals. Philadelphia is a five-point road favorite. They're undefeated on the season, but they're going to have their hands full this week playing the Arizona Cardinals, who have not won at home yet this year. It looks like a tough one to me. The total on this one's 49 and a half. It'll probably be 50. What do you think? I think it's going to go over 50. And again, Arizona, as you indicated, 0-7, their last seven at home against the spread. Uh, that's a problem. And Murray, as talented physically as he is, will throw the key interception or make the key fumble or make the bad call. Uh, he's fortunate that he signed that contract is all I can tell you. I think he's very talented, but I think uh, he's not necessarily a winning quarterback. So I'm going to go with Hertz and Philadelphia. Uh, to, together, they're going to score more than 50 points in this one. I can't give five on the road. It's Arizona's going to lose maybe by two or three, but Arizona's going to find a way to lose, I think. And I think it'll be a high-scoring affair. I agree it'd be a high-scoring affair. They're going to go back and forth up and down the field in this game, that's for sure. Uh, I just can't lay uh, five points on the road in a matchup with a team as good as Arizona because when they do get to playing, and they're getting some of their players back now, they are an awesome team. Uh, I'm going to take the five points and take Philadelphia or take Arizona here. I think five points is far too many. I may even make a small money line wager on Arizona. So we're opposite on this one, one of the few. But we both like a high-scoring affair. 
Right. I'm Dennis Tobler, and I want to talk to you for a minute about how gambling in America became legal. I am the executive producer of a documentary that's won many film festivals called Now Place Your Bets, The History of Sports Betting in America. Now, the history of sports betting in America is a long, hard tale about how it became legal. It just did not become legal over the last few years without the efforts of the many who came before. The documentary documents this, 120 years of betting history, all in one film. So look it up, Google it. It's on Amazon Prime Video. Now place your bets, the history of sports betting in America. And you can also get it by going to nowplaceyourbets.com. And we have DVDs available for you. So at your first time you get a chance, make sure you watch this documentary on how sports betting became legalized in America. It was a long, tough go, but we got it done. And the people who made it get done are well documented in this film. So take the time to watch it. Until next week. Thank you. Life's all about sizing up your chances. You take the good with the bad, figure out your odds, and choose a path you think will take you further ahead than you were when you started. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. If you lose, you just pick yourself up and try again. The only reason you play is to win. The only reason you gamble is to win. Sports and sports gambling go hand in hand and with the evolution of more leisure time, more disposable income, etc., it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. If you get a hundred gamblers in a room, they range from 21 to 91. They range from men to women, black to white, Catholic to Muslim. They range from whatever you like. Everybody bets the games, I mean, one way or another. Yeah, I want to be on the top of the new generation. More people play on sports than poker. You know, you go to an office on a Friday night to work, a corporate nine to five job, they're not playing cards. They're talking fantasy football and they're saying, let's do the parlay cards. Everybody bets. The program you are about to see is an intelligent, informative discussion of football. The explosion of offshore sports betting came about almost overnight in the blink of an eye. There's so much innovation and it's changing constantly. Esports, it's brand new and now it's absolutely booming. Have you ever wondered how sports betting became so popular? Here's how. Dallas Cowboys, next game up on the board. Uh, they're playing the Rams, who suffered their defeat this week. The Rams went down from six and a half to four and a half to four. The total went from 46 to 43. Pretty, I've, I've said all along that Cooper Rush was a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. He's proved it, Fred. He's proved it over the last few weeks. Okay. And, that, and LA Rams, I don't know why they can't score. 
Their defense is tough as nails. I don't know why they can't score. Maybe it's the quarterback. Maybe they figured out how to defend him this year. It shocked me they couldn't put a touchdown on the board against San Francisco. I mean, Denver put a touchdown on the board against them. So the Cowboys here, uh, I'm, I'm going to lay the four points, and I'm going to take the L.A. Rams at home. Uh, the Cowboys, even though I think Rush can get the job done at quarterback, and the money's going to come in on the Cowboys, believe me. So the line might go down a little bit when people start looking at, at the end of the week. But I'm going to I'm going to take the home team Rams here. I think they're going to beat Dallas. And this might be Cooper Rush's bad weekend playing against this tough defense on the road against Aaron Donald. He might not look like uh, all pro quarterback like he has the last three weeks. Um, I heard a rumor that Miss Lily of AT&T broke up with Mr. Stafford after his fourth quarter performance on Monday night. So well, he's not going to be—he's not going to be a happy guy. Um, so he, I got to tell you, he better play hard. I—I—I I, I, I have to say this. Um, a lot of it's on McVeigh. A lot of it's on Stafford's fourth quarter, but McVeigh the entire game. You've got a wide receiver that you pick up, Allen Robinson, who was a top-notch receiver for the Bears before that Jacksonville, before that Penn State. He's got to catch more than two passes. That's on the coach. That's on the quarterback. I don't care if Cup catches 14 and Higby catches six or seven. Find Allen Robinson and you will win. I think the Rams will probably win this one. But McVeigh is an overrated coach, bottom line. For sure. Moving on to the night game now, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore is the team I'm thinking of. Baltimore is the one that was ahead the whole game to Buffalo, gave it up at the end. They're three-point home favorites against the Bengals. I'm going to make it easy and quick. I'm taking the Bengals plus three. John Harbaugh thinks he's the smartest man in the room. He's not. Doesn't go for the field goal when he should have gone for the field goal. Last year, remember, he made two major mistakes late in the season. Again, he thinks he's so smart. He's not. He's overrated. Um, and uh, I like Cincinnati. Uh, I'll, I'll take uh, – the Bengals and the points, I think uh, they'll score points against Baltimore. And, and again, Lamar Jackson, fun to watch in a close game. I don't trust him winning. So I'm going to take Cincinnati winning in this circumstance. So finally this week, we're going down to the Monday night game. The Las Vegas Raiders coming off their big win last week are in Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are 7-51. and 51. The numbers are solid. What say you? I think the number should be about 20. Raiders were lucky to win last week. Uh, right now, who is the best quarterback in the National Football League? Even better than Al. Is there any question that uh, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the no, league? Yeah. Mahomes uh, they, they lose Hill. They got five other wide receivers. Um I think Kansas City will win by as many points if they need to win by. The Raiders will not score a lot of points. I'm taking uh, Kansas. That, my best game would be that game. I'm taking uh, Kansas City minus the seven to win by 15, 20, 25, or 30. There you go. The last game on the board Fred Wallen's best bet of the week, and I'm going to ride along with him. I've said all along the Raiders are not going to have a good year this year. They were lucky to win last week. 
and uh, cover especially. And they will not win this week. Kansas City can score at will at, at, against the Raiders, and he'll pick them apart. There will be 10 different guys catch the ball. I'm taking Mahomes, laying the seven, and on Monday night might be the biggest game of the week, folks, so take Kansas City. I want to thank all of you for viewing, and we'll be back again next week, Fred and I, with more Football Forecast Weekly. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.